Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello and welcome back to Raising Daughters. This is Dr. Tim Jordan. Uh, we come here every two weeks with the podcast, and the other weeks in between, we have a blog, and there's three young women here making fun of me. But this is going to be a treat for you today, because I have invited three college freshmen. They're, they've been through one semester of college, they have that under their belt, and uh, we talked to some uh, juniors in college a little while back, and they were kind of explaining, looking back, what their experience was, what they had learned. But I thought it might be valuable also, since they're in town over the holidays, for them to tell us what their experience is like now. They're right in the middle of their first year of college uh, and going through all the trials and tribulations. So I thought it'd be valuable for them to give you all some information. So this is going to be one of those podcasts, I think, that would be really valuable to listen with your daughters who might be in high school and or college. Just to, just to, They're just going to be honest. They're going to be candid. They're going to be open about what's going on. True girls? Correct. Correct. Okay. So overall, just to start out with, what was just, what's overall? What's what's your impression? What stands out from your first semester of college? The good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. What what stands out the most? I think for me, the biggest adjustment was just you're your own parent, and no one's going to tell you to do your homework, do your laundry, get up, go to class. So I think the biggest part for me was just um, becoming more responsible with my own. Um, day instead of having someone else kind of dictate it. So I think that was the biggest change. What else? What's, what's that for you? Um, I think for me, it was just like being on my own and I like live in a city like pretty much by myself. Like I don't have any family there. So like getting to like explore a major city that's like not my own has been really interesting and doing different things that I wouldn't get to do while I was at home. But also just really being on my own and like truly being on my own has been Kind of nice, but it also was kind of scary at the beginning. Um, um, I think for me, living in such a big city, it's just like kind of intimidating coming from a like small city, like a small suburb to uh, such a big city like Chicago. And uh, like living on my own was kind of intimidating as well. And having to like meet new people and like kind of starting over with everything kind of. That was kind of nice, but kind of scary at the same time. So people always talk about when you go to college, you have to start over, you have to create your, another supportive community and all that. And So what was that experience like for you guys? Was it easy, hard? How'd you do it? Have you done it yet? Have you found your tribe? It's okay if you haven't, but I'm just curious about how you managed that transition of finding a new supportive community. I think for me, it was really nice because my T, like my orient, we call it TT, but my orientation leader and I became really close during orientation and she's helped me throughout the semester and she's a senior. So I think having that and still being able to like connect with someone who's been through it. And also as we've like grown and like learned together, we're very, very similar. So like having someone like that and then meeting people on my floor and like doing that and have found some really good friends and some people who I really like and hang out with and just even in classes, talking to whoever. And I think for me, it was not easy, but since I do kind of talk to everyone and I am 
a very friendly human being. It's nice. It was easy to like meet people, harder to meet genuine people who I'm like close friends with, but meeting people and like not feeling alone was easy to do. Um, for me, I knew my roommate before I went to school. So that was kind of, um, I had something up my sleeve for that. And she went to school a week earlier than me. So she kind of had already like met people on our floor. And so that was nice that she kind of like, we were kind of like a team meeting people and she introduced me to some of her friends. And then like first day of classes, um, I met some friends and like one of them that I met in that class is like my best friend. And so we kind of have our own little like click with um like the people who were in that class and so it's like I don't know it's just like great kind of everyone's like starting from a fresh start so like you're all in the same boat was she a friend from high school or somebody you just met there no I actually I only knew one person from my high school and he's my godbrother. so and we didn't have any classes together but the girl who I'm talking about she is from uh, Illinois I think so we didn't know each other beforehand I think what was difficult for me is I went from um I lived in kind of the St. Louis city, so I knew pretty much everyone, and then I went to college, and I knew absolutely no one, so that was, um, at least for the first few weeks, it was really difficult, just like literally not knowing people, and then I was able to join a sorority, and since my school's smaller, my sorority life isn't nearly as um, intense, so I was able to find some really genuine girls, and I think um, through camp and stuff, I was able to like when I met them know if I was going to be able to trust them and like call them someone as my friend and so uh, for me it's been a great transition and I've met some like very genuine people at my college. That's good to hear the 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 women who were here a week or so ago when we uh, who are juniors in college they said they had friends like their first semester but they're like party friends or they're like not that they were bad friends just not like genuine like the friends you're talking about and for I think two of the three, they said, it took them a little bit longer. It took them to the second semester to kind of find people that could, I don't know, people that like friend friends, you know. And that, that's, is that y'all's case too? Or, or, nope. Mm-hmm. So you found good friends already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I have like a mix of both. Like I have some like genuine friends who I love to hang out with all the time. And then I have the group of friends who like I go out with and we party. Like they're just two different groups that it's kind of like. So what's been the biggest challenge so far? If you look back on your first semester, what was, you mentioned a few things that were challenging, but what was like the most, or the toughest, biggest challenge you faced so far? I think for me, it was since you're on your own, you're kind of just go, 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 and you're not really checking in on yourself. And I would have times where I could just see that since I haven't done a self-check-in or anything that like I would get really low points. And I think for me, the hardest part was just like remembering to like take time to myself and calm down and not constantly worry about what homework I have to do and what assignments that I need to complete and what exams are coming up. And I think for me, the biggest part is just um, checking into how I feel because I've had like rough points in college where um, I've just kept going and then I have like a breaking point. So I think that's been the hardest part. Um, I think for me, to be completely honest, is like, I just got lonely at school. Like I, I love my friends and I have, I know that I have friends there, but I was at the same time, I was like content with being in my room just by myself hanging out. But then I was like lonely at the same time. So it was like hard to find like a happy medium between the both, like between the two of them. Like, I don't know. I couldn't tell if I was just like bored or like wanted to hang out with my friends or I don't know. It was just 
kind of like a mix of everything, I guess. So I hear that a lot, and I, I have some statistics here, which I don't want to bore people with, about how many, how many people in college are, are lonely and depressed and anxious and all that. I mean, like two-thirds. So I'm wondering, since you have all these people around, what do you, why do you think you got lonely? That is for any of you, but you were the ones you was just talking. Why do you think you got lonely? Um, I think I got lonely mainly because I stopped or like I started slowing down with like hanging out with my friends and I like whenever I would like ask someone to hang out, they would be busy and like me and my roommate don't really hang out as much like towards the end of the um, semester. So, um, I mean, she hung out with certain people in like the lounge that was on our floor and I would just kind of sit in the room by myself. I don't know why, but I was like. I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I was just in there and I wanted to go out there and I did sometimes, but it was like, I don't know. I just couldn't figure out what to do. Yeah. I, I think most people have a picture of college being this wild party and there's all these people in the dorm, blah, blah, blah. And they don't see themselves as, as being in a dorm with 300 people, but being alone or lonely. So talk more about that, all of you, whoever wants to. Um, I think for me it was I have grown up with just me and my mom and so I've always had someone there for me and it's not just someone who's like my friend but like someone I know who genuinely cares about me and in college like I have my friends and stuff but like I never know if they're like my mom would check in on me and make sure that like I'm feeling okay and like if I was sick she would like help me get better whereas in college there's not really anyone to like be your mom and so I think the biggest part for me when it came to being lonely was I just didn't have like I didn't have that extra little love that you know is always there. So, and it wasn't like something I could fall back on. Like if she wasn't there, then I just kind of had to like get through it and hope for the best. So then what do you do? So when you have those periods where you feel kind of alone or lonely and maybe feeling disconnected, there's times when you probably don't, it sounds like sometimes when you do. So what do you do to pull out of it? healthy things I hope <laughs> um I just kind of found like my own groove like I found out things that I was interested in like small things like putting essential oils in like the diffuser or like organizing my room or just kind of doing my own thing and taking care of myself um just to keep me occupied so I'm not just sitting there bored and like doing nothing or sometimes I would just like go for a walk and because it's such a big city so you can like see everything so I just went to like the bean or like in the city just by myself and walked around, just kind of clear my head, I guess. I was pretty fortunate in that my best friend at college lives three doors down from me. So the two of us kind of check up on each other and we kind of know now because we're together literally so much that we kind of know when the other one like needs space or needs time or just needs whatever that they need at the time, which has been really nice and I'm really appreciative of it, um, just, like, adjusting to college. But, I mean, for me, I definitely will talk to her or call some of my best friends from home, and they keep me grounded, and we all miss each other. And I think that was one of the hardest parts is not being with my friends from home all the time. But it's nice to have FaceTime and still be able to talk to them. Plus, I send you music videos every once in a while. I'm sure oh, that yeah. probably oh. I'm also wondering, and you can be as honest as you want, I'm my my concern would be that um, for people who get that disconnected, lonely feeling, that they might turn to things like getting drunk a lot or getting high or boys or relationships, that they would 
choose unhealthy things to kind of fill them up. I'm just wondering if you if you experience that or if you experience it with people, your peers around you. I think for me, when I start to kind of get lonely, is the nice thing about my college is since it's not a very, like, it's a small town, it's not very busy. And so usually if I'm feeling down, I can just text someone and we'll usually either go and get lunch or something. Because, like, how my college works is our card, like, our meal plan can go to, like, places outside of school. And so we could get, like, nice lunch. And usually if one of us is feeling down, when in doubt, we'll just... I can just ask someone like, hey, I'm not doing well today. And they'll be like, okay, let's go do something. And it'll usually be in the middle of the day and we'll just either go get lunch or we'll go for a drive or we'll just go hang out. And I think the biggest thing for me is just like, it's being around people instead of like, cause I'll get in phases where I just want to sit in my dorm and like not do anything. So I kind of have to push myself to like go shower, get ready. And then if I can like get myself to do that, then I can be able to go out with my friends and I can get rid of that feeling. You know, I- you know, the old cliche is is that freshman 40, you know, where people gain 40 pounds in their first year of college. You all don't look like you gained 20 yet, so that's that's good. But I think some of that might just be, you know, stress eating or drinking or whatever. That may be part of that is just that's one way people cope. Did you see people uh, coping with negative things, people around you? I mean, definitely. Like, even in high school, you see it too sometimes. But, I mean, some of my friends definitely did struggle with that this semester and turning to other things and it affected them negatively and took them a little bit to realize that it was affecting them kind of negatively. So kind of helping them through that, but still being able to take care of myself has been a balance to like find this semester. So that's been interesting, but also like being around camp is nice to like have that background and being able to know when it's becoming unhealthy and like being able to say something and not being afraid to say something for myself. I think I did a pretty good job of knowing when it was too much or if I didn't want to go out being able to say no and like having the skills to say no, just being like, I need like to take care of myself tonight. Like I'm not going out where my friends would go out still. But I think finding the balance is the key to life and, getting through your first semester. Right before I came, I saw a girl in my counseling practice. She's a senior in high school, and she's been she's going through that, those touch points things that we talk about. You know, she's a senior. She's going through the transition of kind of preparing and getting ready, and there's kind of an emotional disruption. And so I, I was talking to her about things she, she could do, some discipline she could establish now in the next eight months that then she could take with her to college. I think I've known you guys for a while, so I, I'm thinking you guys – what I think I know about you is you did have some sense of things I know that, t- that I use to take care of myself. Um, so I, true or false, the, the things that maybe you learned before college were helpful to c- take with you. Because maybe if you hadn't learned those kinds of coping things, all of a sudden you're there by yourself and your mom's not there and your quote-unquote old best friends aren't there. So I think sometimes that's part of the issue is that people don't have coping skills. Somebody speak to that. I think that I've like noticed a lot is that there's no one there to say no to a bad habit. Like usually when you're home, you can't really just like, like I've had friends go to classes and they're not in their best state of mind and, but they don't have anyone to tell them otherwise. Cause it's just them. 
And I think the biggest part for me is just knowing like, even though I have all this freedom and I'm on my own, I still have like, I need to go to school and I need to get my work done and I can't have fun. I can't party until I have my work done. And for me, the biggest part was just setting those rules and sticking to them. And no matter how much you want to break the rule of, oh, I'm, you know, going to go party before or whatever, you just, you have to stick to like your grounding, your boundaries to know, like, if I want to get these things done, then I have to, um, stick with what I've been doing since high school when my mom was still around to tell me like, don't do this and don't do that. So did, did your picture of college before you went, I, the, true or false, you, you have this sense of this is what it's going to look like. Yeah. This picture in your mind, like, Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to college is going to look like this. Did, did the reality match your, your picture? I'm just curious and if it, if it did, how did it, if it did not, how did it not? Um, I had some things that did match up and then like some things that didn't like the freedom was equivalent as to what I thought it was like what uh, Lauren said it's like you you are like completely by yourself so you can literally do whatever you want but you still have to like be like discipline yourself like learn how to say no and like all that stuff. But then at the same time, I had this visual that like I was gonna meet so many friends and that I was like, it was like a fresh start and like all this, all this good stuff that was going to happen. It was going to be amazing, but it was like not as easy as I thought it was going to be like making friends and like finding my own little groove on how to like live on my own and like all that stuff, finding a routine, I guess. I mean, yes and no. I honestly thought that there was gonna be more parties. There's really not, at least where I go to school. Like I go to school in Nashville. So like you would think Nashville, like party central, like it's, one of the biggest party capitals of the world, but like, Nashville? yeah, bridesmaids. Oh, we've got some great bridesmaids parties. Um, but I mean, other than that, yes and no. I knew some people going in from something I had done at the school I go to my senior year. So I'd known some people and we took classes together and did orientation together. So we would have some classes together and we had new, like no people in our class, which, so that was nice. Like going in, at least having a couple friends that I had known for over a year at that point And I think I'm still friends with them, but I think also finding my own friends and my neighbor three doors down also went to Belmont with me. And so kind of figure out how to like separate myself from her and find our own people. And I mean, we have at this point, but it was kind of at the beginning and it was a little hard at the beginning to like still be friendly and like still I've grown up with the girl and to do our own things, which now we're in our own groove. And I think we're both very happy doing our own thing. Is the party scene different than high school? And if you're saying yes, you're saying I'm not sure, you're saying not really. If different, how is it different? And if the parents are listening, how can they prepare their daughters for that? I think for my party scene, and I'm in a sorority, so it's, like, definitely a bigger thing with, like, Greek life is to, like, go out and have one of the frats host a party at their house. Um, and honestly, I think the difference between, like, the parties that I've gone to in high school and now is that, like, it's just, um, it's almost more fun. Like, you dance more. <laughs> and, um, I mean, like, there's always those people that you have to watch out for, but then also, like, you, for me, I know a lot of the Greek guys. I know a lot of my Greek girls. And so if like there is a guy who's giving 
you trouble. Like I've told um, some of my guy friends, like, hey, there's this guy who's just kind of giving me creeps. Like, I don't know what to do. And luckily, since like you kind of all know each other because you're kind of in this little family, is that like they'll watch out for that person. If like, let's say you're getting just a little too crazy and maybe you're not thinking as best and that guy comes up, like I know that they're going to have my back. So I think the biggest thing for me when I go to a party is that I, I'm not just going with like a few friends where I was in high school. Like I'm going with like a whole group of people. And that was going to be one of my questions was going to be, I, I think we scare the heck out of you before you go. Like, oh, like everybody's going to get raped on campus and there's all these, you know, creepy guys and blah, 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 you know, kind of looking out, looking for freshman girls. I'm just wondering what was your experience? And if, and you guys all took care of yourselves, it sounds like how, how do, how do girls on campus, you described you go with big groups and all that. How else do you take care of yourselves? Um, I know for my group of friends, like we always, um, have each other's back, like no matter what, like you keep an eye on them and, um, you're like a pack. So, uh, like living in a big city at, in Chicago is like kind of scary. <laughs> like there's people everywhere that give you the creeps. And so we always, um, have, we have a rule that you walk each other to your dorm, no matter how far it is. Like you walk them to the front of your dorm, wait till they like get inside and then like you go to the next one and like. We always like, especially. You guys actually talk about it. like you actively, consciously say, have these quote unquote rules. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, yeah. Like a kind of like a guideline. Like one, of, for example, like one of my friends was like, "Oh yeah, it's fine. Like my dorm's not that far. Like I can make it by myself." And like we were like, "Are you sure?" Like, uh, it's okay. Like she was like, "Yeah, I'll be fine." And then like one of us like stepped in and was like, "No, like that shouldn't happen. Like just in case, like." Like, what if something bad happens and that would be on us? Like, and then um, also, like, at parties, um, my school is, like, very heavy in um, teaching us, uh, like, boundaries and having each other's backs. Like, they press that into our heads. Uh, yeah, like, like we had, um, like, an alcohol safety test that we had to take and, like, a, like, sexual assault safety test that we had to take. So they like engrave that into our brains. And so we kind of have that under our belt and like people think it's like, oh, this is so stupid. This is like unnecessary. But like, like in reality, like it, it really is, it really helps. And um, it kind of like keeps everybody aware of like what's going on. And yeah, it's, that's pretty much it. I mean, my school did the sexual assault like prevention thing too. And they talked about it and we have like, like a talk. It's called, ours was not anymore. And it was like, um, take quizzes and mm -hmm. stuff. And yeah. It was kind of like a presentation and then a test. Yeah. So like you learn and then you take a test, basically. Yeah. So I mean, like we would do that, and it's been really nice. Like the community of people at my college is really amazing, and the girls we all watch out for each other, whether you know each other or not. So it's been really nice. I've had girls come up to me and be like, "Oh, like stay away from that guy." Like, hey, like come up, someone will come up. And they're like, "Yeah, no," and like I have no clue who they are, but like everyone wants you to be safe and the girls especially all really really watch out for each other is what I've noticed like when I do go out is that we all do watch out for each other and I mean my group of friends we don't go anywhere alone we because we live downtown so we don't go anywhere alone and even at parties if you go to the bathroom two of you go to the bathroom like you never let anyone go anywhere by themselves and yeah so it sounds like you guys are I'm gonna exaggerate always conscious of it we okay so one time like another example, it's like this girl, um, she, I saw her at a party. I didn't even know who she was, but this guy was like, kept talking to her and kind of kept bugging her. And I like, I noticed it. 
And so I, I made eye contact with the girl and she like gave me kind of bug eyes and opened them really wide. And so I walked up to the guy and I was like, hey, can I talk to her really quick? I need to ask her something. And so he was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. And so he kind of backed off. And I was like, I asked the girl, I was like, are you OK? Like, what do you need from me? And she was like, just get him away from me or like distract him so I can leave. And so it was kind of like a I got your back if you got mine kind of thing. So, yeah, that was like. Well, I'm glad you guys are that conscious about taking care of yourselves and other people. That's awesome. But it, it saddens me that you have to think about it all the time. Yeah. I don't remember. I'm obviously old and worn, but, but I don't remember even talking about it or thinking about it. I'm, I don't remember. That's, that's, we didn't hear about this stuff happening. Maybe it did. Probably it did a little bit, but we weren't worried about it. We weren't, didn't have to be so conscious of it, which just saddens me for your generation. I'm curious... Um, the other thing we, we say to you all, I think, kind of sort of, is once you get out of high school, you'll be around people who are more mature, you'll be able to find your tribe better, blah, blah, blah. I'm just wondering, because you're freshmen, is that true? Was it easier to find people who had grown up, or is it, is it like high school, kind of, sort of? For me, um, a lot of my friends are at least, like, sophomores and above. I think I have, like, three really good freshman friends, but otherwise, I'm just someone who likes to be around people that are a little bit more mature just because of camp like um we're all very mature with like our emotions and what we say and just people who are older have kind of learned how to like handle that and so for me college has been great because I don't have to hang out with high schoolers like I don't have to hang out with people my age and so majority of my friends are older and they just I feel like our friendships are just like more meaningful because they understand the point that a friendship should be meaningful not just like oh you're my friend let's go get food like blah like that's kind of what was in high school but now it's like you're my friend I have your back like we're gonna hang out and so I definitely have found like the mature crowd has been so much better for me and just like when it comes to like having real friends um I've only found a few people who are like genuine people and like who have the same values as me because I feel like I'm more like mature than most people I guess and everyone at my school is kind of like not everybody but people that I have met is just like kind of kind of stuck in high school for like lack of a better term like all they want to do is just like party and like oh you want to go to a party tonight I'm like no I'm like I'm good I'd rather just like hang out like it's just kind of like like what are you doing kind of thing like you're still stuck in high school and like also people are there's just kind of still drama, like high school drama that happens. And I, I try to exclude myself because I'm like, I'm in college. I don't want to deal with that shit. Like it's, it's a waste of my time. Like between girls in the dorm? Is it about boys? What's Well, it's just like some things that people get mad about certain things. That's just like, it's just a waste of your time. Like they're just not mature enough to realize that it's not worth your energy or anything like that. It's like, that's basically it. It's just kind of their... Not mature enough, I guess. I don't know. I've always been, not to say it in a bad way, but I've always been that girl that has more guy friends than girlfriends, even though I did go to an all-girls high school, which that was an interesting time in my life. But, you know, even in college, it's, like, weird because I have more girlfriends than I do guy friends, which has been an interesting switch in my life. But um, the girls that I found I really do like, and, of course, there's other people that I know, and I talked about how I'd been there for a year before, and knowing some of those people and watching them compared to my friends, they're still very stuck in high school. And so I don't really associate myself with those girls. And you kind of like can really quickly pick out who those girls are. Um, but 
I really like my friends, to be honest. I have a couple of really good friends. And then in our larger friend group, there's some drama sometimes that just comes with being with each other 24 hours a day. And we all pretty much live in the same dorm. So, I mean, that's just going to happen. So you just kind of move over it and talk about it and get it out in the open. And we're good after that. But I think being comfortable with just being able to talk about the drama and being able to talk through it has been really nice. But there's definitely still drama and still high school stuff that happens that it's, it's hard sometimes. Cause like they've both said too, a lot more mature than all my friends. I'm the mom friend. So it's been an interesting switch to see what's happening. So you've only been to college for a semester and this may be a better question to ask you a year or two from now, but have you grown? How have you grown? How have you changed? I think for me, my biggest growth is just like before I was very focused on like getting people to like me and I was very focused on like my reputation and we learned something in college about um, that like one of the things you can't control is like your reputation or like what people think of you and that was like a really big step for me is just to like focus on what I do have and not focus on like what I'm not getting and so for me, the biggest thing has been just like I'm in, I'm personally like, I love my college. It's like a smaller college. A lot of my friends are small town people. So they're just, they're more simple. They're just like more, they just don't care about that petty thing. Um, and so for me, I think the biggest thing has just been, I've like really come more into myself and like, I'm proud of who I am because like I've met people who are proud of me instead of where in high school I was constantly trying to like fit myself into this like basic mold of my high school. I went to an all girls high school. It was just different for me. Um, and here I just feel like I can be myself. So I think the biggest thing is I've just like grown into who I'm proud to be. I think that like when you live on your own in your own city, you definitely have to grow into more of who you are because I'm really on my own. Like it's just me at the end of the day and which is nice. I really enjoy it. I'm a very independent person. So I really like being on my own and having my own schedule and doing that. But it was definitely a change going from living in my house to being completely on my own. Like when my parents left and dropped me off at school, but I really enjoy it. Um, I think coming into yourself is something that happens when you're in college and you slowly see it and then realize you look back on high school and think, oh, like that's different now. But I think moving and being, I think genuinely on my own and doing that has made me a lot happier and just becoming more of who I am and more secure in myself, even though I was very secure in who I was, just being even more in like my foundation of who I am. I think another thing that comes with like me growing up is that since I've come home, I've noticed how much I've had to like take care of myself. Like I'm doing my own laundry. I'm managing my own money. I'm like keeping track of my schedule. I don't have my mom reminding me of like, hey, you have that test in two days. Um, so I think also the biggest growth that has been um, like managing my time and managing like what I need to do. And so then like coming home, I've like noticed how much I really have grown up because like when my mom will tell me things, I'm like, mom, I know to do that now. Like I, I've like ingrained that in my brain. Um, and so I think overall just like becoming more of an adult has also been just like a big growth. Like I'm nowhere near being an actual adult, but it's definitely like compared to where I was high school. And now I definitely have learned how to like take care of myself and like take care of my responsibilities you're definitely nowhere near as mature as I am yet so keep 
Um, I have noticed a small change with myself um, in the way that I'm not as on my I'm not on my phone as much as I was what? in high as I was in high school and like Snapchat streaks don't matter as much to me and like keeping up with social media and like posting and stuff like that and that I don't really care anymore honestly like I'll, I'll Snapchat people and like I'll keep a streak if I remember but like I'm I'm not nearly as much on my phone anymore or um like I don't this is like kind of small but I don't watch like Netflix anymore as much as like I'm just not consumed with technology as much as I was when I was um a senior in high school or just like in high school in general I've noticed that I've definitely noticed that change since I've been home and like at school a lot of women have told me that on their campuses that people have their noses in their phones a lot even just walking around campus maybe that's changing um that they walk out of class whoop, the, the phone's in their face and you're walking around campus and they they feel it's hard to meet people because people are that's what I've been told, but maybe you're going to tell me something different. Um, well, I am on my phone a lot because I listen to music all the time, like if I'm walking to class or um, sometimes since I since I live in Chicago and it's like there's sketchy people everywhere and asking you for money and like stuff like that, I am on my phone just to act like I'm on my phone, act like I'm doing something so they don't bother me, like kind of thing. Um, yeah, that's... That's pretty much it. Or just like, I feel like in Chicago, everyone is very independent. Like you don't really talk to people very much. So they're, it's kind of just like the norm that everyone's on their phone. So yeah. I think the biggest difference for me when it comes to technology is before I was on my phone because, you know, you go to school and then you go home and you might not see your friends until the weekend or unless you go to school. So like the only way I could contact them was through like social media. And I also cared a lot more when I was in high school about what everyone else was doing. Whereas now, like I, I don't really personally care if someone else is at like some other party because I'm with my friends. And then also I'm not constantly on my phone, like texting my friends because I can just just go see them. Um, yeah, most of my friends are actually, I I don't really have many friends in my dorm. Most of my friends are off campus in apartments, so I'll drive there, but it's like a two-minute drive. And so we'll just go there and hang out. And I'm I just I'm not constantly like Snapchatting people and asking them what they're doing because I'm I'm actually with them. Like I'm having real social interaction, not social media interaction. Yeah, I think definitely being around people more, like you don't you really can't get away from people because, like, you have a roommate, you have people next door. Like, I live in a community-style dorm, so I have to walk down the bath, like, walk to the bathroom. So you're always constantly seeing people, which kind of limits your phone because you don't really need to see everyone because, especially in community-style, because we're always in and out of our room, which is nice. I really like it. But, I mean, even to, like, keep up with my hometown friends, sometimes you FaceTime or do whatever. But I think definitely not on my phone as much unless like we listen to music kind of the same thing that she said like I live in a major city and people will be walking around and I also go to a music school so everyone is always listening to music and doing new things and there's people outside playing so there's always something happening but I think you don't you just don't need to be on it as much which is nice two more questions first one is I've had some women tell me the last time I guess was a year or so ago that that despite the fact that you're surrounded by you know hundreds thousands of people, that that your generation is a little bit feels socially awkward. Like if you go to a party or you go to a fret thing or a whatever, 
that just to go up to someone and say, hey, blah, 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 this is difficult because they felt like, and they, they blamed, not me, not me, old man, complaining, but they felt like social media in the past had caused them to maybe rely so much on that that they weren't as used to in-person, face-to-face interactions, thus the pre-games, thus, you know, taking three, four shots before they go out. That was like they're warming me up to I have more courage. I'm just curious if you're finding that you're, you're freshman year in college. Um, going back to, like, the phone thing, I feel like I am – I have noticed that not everybody is in the is like me, and they're always, always – on their phone at parties and they always have their nose in their phone. And, um, that makes it difficult to kind of talk to people. And like, even my friends from here, it's just like kind of hard to keep a conversation with them and like, like stay up to date with like what's going on with them. Like if I hang out with them in person, but, um, yeah, that's pretty much the the only block that I have at school is like people are on the phone and it's just like kind of, like kind of annoying that people are that consumed. And I, it's just because I have, realize myself that it's not as important to keep up with all of that. So what about the question about do you find your generation being socially awkward about that kind of thing? Is that, have you, is that true? Is it? Um, I, f- I feel as though like I agree with that because people rely so much on what their social media looks like and what um, they look like in person based on their social media. And so they are always like self-conscious about that or um, there's kind of, almost like built-in guidelines that make you like it makes you believe those things that are I don't know what I'm trying to say it's like well, it sounds like you guys have sort of outgrown that but you're saying a lot of your peers have not is yeah. that what I'm hearing yeah. yeah I've right. I agree with that kind of. I think for me and being in um like being in a Greek life you kind of already have like you just all are on that same level, like, oh, we're all a part of some sort of Greek organization. And with my college, it not being like a huge like competition of like, who's the best. It's just kind of like, oh, you're in this sorority or you're in this fraternity. Like, let's like, let's talk, let's hang out. And so for me, I haven't really ran into an issue of like social awkwardness because we all already like we've gone through recruitment and we've all kind of been through the same thing. And that so when you hang out, you're just kind of all on that same wavelength. And so for me personally, in my college, there's definitely kids who are socially awkward just because of maybe where they've come from. But I've, I haven't met anyone who like can't hold the conversation so far. Um, I agree with that as well, um, because I feel like I've also noticed at the same time, um, like sh- shying away from like the whole phone thing. People know that you're all in the same boat and you're all trying to talk to people and like meet new people at being a first-year student, like, everyone wants to have that friend group. So I feel like at my school, people are more open to having conversations, um, not just at parties, but, like, out in the park. Like, that's where people go to, like, make friends is, like, the quad and stuff like that or the library. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, like, kind of 50-50 with me. I think that's one of the advantages to being a first-year student is that you can kind of talk to whoever, and most of the time they're going to talk back to you. Um, even just like in our cafeteria, like you can really go sit and talk to anyone. So, I mean, that's been really nice and everyone's super friendly, at least where I am at. And I really, I mean, I haven't had a whole lot of trouble just like talking to people or like people being too socially awkward. I do have to give the guys, I have to say, struggle. The girls, not as much. I feel like the girls, we all kind of have an understanding, like just like with with each other. The boys... (laughs) 
just an interesting place for the boys. There's not a lot of them. We have a lot more girls than we do guys on campus. And the guys that are on our campus, it's a music school. So some of them are a little not too socially trained. But I think with social media, yeah, um, I think with social media, especially for my school, there's a lot of people who are music and a lot of people who are commercial majors, commercial voice majors, and social media is how they get noticed. So social media is a really, really big thing where I stopped caring about my social media like sophomore year of high school. And I just don't care what I post. Like if it makes me happy, I'm going to post it. And I think even on one of my apps, like my bio or whatever is like, this is just a highlight reel. And it's like social media isn't real. And I think me having that mindset versus a lot of these other people who where social media is their entire life and that's how they get their brand has been a little bit of a struggle for me and like something that I had to adjust to that I did not expect that I would have to like adjust to with just two completely different mindsets on how to use it. Last question. What's it like coming home now? Uh, I see some throw up signs. (laughs) Um, It's only been a semester and, but you've grown a lot. And so I'm just curious about what's different. Um, How's the transition been? Um, unpopular opinion. I love being home. <laughs> I I don't know why. I just get really homesick. I, I've noticed that I got really homesick at school and I would always like call my mom or FaceTime her just to see what she's doing or like my friends from home and stuff like that. And so it's really great to like hang out with them and like my mom. I've spent a lot of time with her lately and just like seeing people that I didn't get to see for so long. It's just like very refreshing and um like doing things like this it's just like I won't be able to do that at school like it's just kind of like a different kind of happy feeling being home versus being at school it's like a genuine like um relationship different between you and your mom and our dad um I feel like my relationship has strengthened with my mom and like with my parents um I get a lot more freedom they trust me way more than they did in high school and I know, right? <laughs> um, they, um, I feel like it's really strong. Like we both under, like we all understand each other, and like they know that I'm mature and I will make like good decisions with what I'm doing, and um, that I'm like a responsible kid. That um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But it's like a relieving exhale, like breath. Being home, it's just like a weight lifted off my shoulders, kind of thing. I think for me being home, I don't live too far from my mom. I'm about like a 45 minute drive if there's a bunch of traffic. Um, And so like I've gone home um, like when I've been really sick. And so that's been really nice because, you know, when you're sick, you want your parents. But I think the biggest adjustment is just like I had to I went through like a lot this semester of just like growing up and then coming home. I feel like I'm still like being looked at as like that high schooler who like still needs their hand kind of guided. Whereas I've went through a whole semester of nobody guiding me and like, I still made it out. And so I think the biggest adjustment for me is just like, I come home and I'm, I just don't feel like I'm being treated on how I like have personally felt throughout this year. And I think with my mom, like we've definitely gotten closer just cause like before it's just us. So like it was every day we would be with each other. And so like, there's a point when like you're with someone every single day that you like, you just get on each other's nerves. And so I think our relationship has definitely gotten stronger. Cause now when I come home, it's not so much like, 
um, an argument or like, oh, what you aren't doing, what you are doing. It's like, wow, I've missed you. Like, I haven't seen you in like a few months. Like, it's been a long time. So I definitely think being away has like strengthened my relationship with my mom just because we're not always on like each other's toes. Can I say something quick first? Well, one of the issues for your parents, uh, I'm thinking about you mostly, is that she doesn't know you've <clears throat> she doesn't know you've changed. You know you've changed. You know you've grown up. You know you're doing your own laundry. You know you're ma- waking your you know you know all those things because because you're you. But she hasn't seen that yet. She may not have seen the college you yet. I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry. I mean, sorry, mom. But my mom calls me like a couple times a day, and we talk multiple times a day. So I really don't have a chance to miss my family because we do talk every day, sometimes multiple times a day. So I miss my friends when I'm at school. Like, that's who I miss. Like, I miss my dog and I miss, like, my hometown friends. And so, I mean, it's really nice to be able to come home and see my friends whenever I want to and, like, not just have to see them over FaceTime because, like, those are really the people who I do miss. But, I mean, it's also nice to come home and see my grandma and, like, be able to, like, come home and, like, bake with my grandma and do that kind of stuff and obviously see camp people who are family as well. So it's been nice for that. But I definitely think my mom and I's relationship is different now. I don't know how, but it's just different because I'm not home as much and I am five hours away. So it's not like I can just come home whenever I want to. I've been able to come home a couple times this semester, but... Um, I came home for like my stepsister's track meet cause she went to state. So I've been home for like little things like that, but it is harder to come home, which is also kind of nice cause I just can't come home whenever I want to, which I personally enjoy. I totally feel that being <laughs> like six hours away as well. Like it kind of sucks, but at the same time, it's kind of refreshing, like not, um, it kind of creates like discipline that you can't just go home. You can't just like give in and just go see everybody. It kind of makes you more independent, but at the same time it sucks because you can't just see people that you are missing at the time. Or like if you're sick, like you want your mom. But um, also I have found that my mom has given me a lot more space since I've been at school and like she doesn't call me as much. And that's like a positive and a negative because sometimes I get so busy that I just forget to call her and like, at the times that I get really busy is a time that I need to like talk to her and like hear her voice. So it's like, I kind of wish she would call me, but like, she doesn't even know at the same time, like we call each other, but it's like not as much, but, um, yeah, that's, that's also another thing that like this space. I always encourage, I probably said this to y'all, but I encourage girls before they leave, or you can do it before you leave this semester to tell their, to make agreements with their parents about, this is how I want to communicate. I, I may not, maybe you don't want to talk three times a day. Maybe you do, but but to, to really be in charge of saying this feels supportive, but more than that feels intrusive. I'm, I'm trying to get away and grow up and all that. Would you agree that it's good to set boundaries like that? I actually, like my mom and I have really been doing well on making sure that we have the boundaries. And so um, like if I really do, like I'm just missing her, I can text her and she'll come up and get lunch. But she also knows that she can't come up all the time whenever because when in doubt, I'll probably be out with my friends. And so she's definitely figured out the thing of like making sure um, not to always be asking me what I'm doing, where I'm going. Even when I'm going out at night, she just is more like, be safe, be careful. It's not so much what are you doing, when are you doing it, and who you're going with. Stomach talked. <laughs> uh, what was the question? I forgot. I'm sorry. 
Oh, we were talking about boundaries with your parents about talking. Oh, yeah. How much, how okay. Um, well, we don't really have kind of like boundaries or like rules or anything. It's just like kind of, you know, like when to give them space or like my mom knows when to give me space and like when she hasn't talked to me in a while, like she calls me or like FaceTime and stuff like that. But um, it's kind of already set kind of, I don't know. It's kind of like a common knowledge for us. Like we know each other very well and yeah. kind of that's pretty much it, I guess. I mean, my mom and I spent a lot of time together in high school. Just it's really just kind of the three of us in the house. And so I was with her a lot. So I think it's been a really big adjustment for her, not with me not being around all the time and me really being not a drivable distance in a day. But I think that you do have to set some boundaries like but she still like has my location just to like make sure I'm home at night that I'm not in a ditch somewhere because I do live in a major city so like in case anything were to happen like she does have like my location like on snapchat but otherwise no I mean that's good enough so well thank you guys so much I hope I hope you all enjoyed hearing this also if you have a daughter who's in high school or even if you, if you have a daughter or a son who's in college these might be good ideas you may have learned something about what can I talk to my kid about what are some questions I might be asking them? Because sometimes we assume, oh, they're at college, they're doing great, and, and, but you don't really see them. And, but on the other hand, they may be going through some ups and downs. I also think it's really sweet that you all miss your parents. And even though you want to be independent and you want boundaries and all that, there, but each of you said in some way there were times when you, you needed your parents or you needed to talk to your mom because you were sick or, or things like that. So, so even, you know, I think parents, it's, you have to really listen and be tuned in because there's times when they don't want to answer your text within five seconds. There's also times when they really want you to be there for them. So I think the more that you have a conversation about what feels good and supportive and what doesn't, I think is really important. So thank you all so much. That was, that was awesome. Uh, I'll be back in, in uh, two weeks with another podcast. I, I really appreciate it because a lot of you uh, have sent some uh, feedback so please keep doing that. It gives me an idea about things you want to talk about or, or things that you uh, enjoyed about these podcasts. Also, please pass them on. If you have a daughter who's in high school who's th talking about college, if you have daughters who are in college, pass these on to your friends who have, have kids at that age because I think these can be valuable for them. I really appreciate you stopping by and listening to these. And I also appreciate the feedback. I'll be back in two weeks with another podcast here uh, on Raising Daughters. Thanks so much. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. <laughs> 